hello, hello, hello. I am AKA Pad, and welcome to AKA Pad's Audio Audacity Podcast. And if you're new here, I am the pop culture poop, and we, you and I, we're doing Star Wars, and we're already up, 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 up to Solo. Now, this movie got trashed. The internet hated this movie before the internet saw this movie. Everyone had a, had a opinion. Everyone, quote unquote, was a movie insider when they reported about this production. It, it was a lot, it, and it was something new because we haven't seen this type of avalanche around the feature in quite some time. So, look, everyone, get ready! It's episode two seventy eight, Solo, a Star Wars adventure, or is it Star Wars movie? Directed by Ron Howard. That's right, Opie directed this movie, and if you don't know who Ron Howard is, this dude is Hollywood. He's Hollywood legacy, he's Hollywood royalty, his daughter Bryce Dallas Howard is all over movies. She's been in the last. I think her best role uh, for the daughter is um, the, the chick she plays in Jurassic World. Uh, but she's also really good in ter- Terminator Salvation, Lady in the Water. She's usually good at, in, in everything. Very talented. Hollywood family. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I just feel like I, my caveat for this movie is when I discuss Solo, I always discuss Ron Howard because I'm a huge Ron Howard guy. Now, despite some of his um, <laughs> shortcomings on Twitter, he a hundred percent is a you know he's for the people that means he's, he's he's a democrat and he lets you know about it he doesn't like trump and he lets you know about it um you know like that's he, he that's his right uh he can do whatever the heck he wants i just wish as a filmmaker and who i view as one of the premier filmmakers of our time you know like um I would like to know more more about how he thinks about movies. I really do. And uh, movie news and little insights and little things into all of it. He's, he's done so many movies. I mean, he, he can just do, um, you know, like like a whole week on behind-the-scenes tidbits on Solo. Like little things. Little things. You know, and, and like his Twitter feed would be so valuable. Uh, his Twitter feed would inspire people. His Twitter feed would grow the industry. His Twitter feed would get some of us to make movies, okay, or do something else. But he, it, it's not true. Like you know, like it, it's not true. He uses his Twitter feed as a political weapon. He uses his reach um, to try and change people's minds or to talk down on people. And because of that. You know, like, I don't follow Ron Howard anymore on Twitter. <laughs> I it, That was, like, like a long, <laughs> long journey. Now, there was a time where I would retort, I would uh, write back to Ron Howard and, you know, have a little back and forth and kind of pick up a couple followers here and there through that. But I just view that as negative. That's not my cup of tea. Your your boy, aka Pad, doesn't play that game. You know, I I'd rather just grow through love and positivity than anything. And you out there, I love you and thank you for joining me. <laughs> little little bit of a Ron Howard rank there, but we're talking Star Wars. We're uh, this this movie. Um, this movie's so tough, and and the reason why this movie's tough is because, um. Now, like when 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 we exit Last Jedi, 
everyone is convinced that um, the entire Star Wars department in Disney, you know, the Kathleen Kennedy side, Lucasfilm, is hijacked by social justice warriors. So everything that came out about this movie got nitpicked. And some of the creatives around this movie uh, were victim to gotcha moments. And the gotcha moment is when you're, you're like, you could, you know, might show up to UCLA for like a film seminar. And UCLA is like, look, we're, we're going to throw you a couple bucks, sit down. We're going to watch like a movie and come on stage at the end and, you know, and go through some of our questions and, and sit down with our moderator. And, you know, and, you know, a lot of these guys are like, yeah, 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 we'll do it. And, and I believe it was it was Jonathan Kasdan, um, son of Lawrence Kasdan, who have a lineage with Star Wars. They have worked on Star Wars almost their entire lives. The, the father has Lawrence. And Jonathan's, I, I, he might be, I forget where he was at. And his gotcha moment was they were talking about the, he got the an SJW sexuality of Lano Calrissian question. And he said, sure, like, I guess he's gay. He could be gay. He could, he could be bi. Um, and then, like, there was, like, a follow-up to that to uh, from Donald Glover, who played Lano Calrissian, and he later confirmed that on a separate quote. So, so these are some of the things that percolated during the production of this movie that just made people nervous it didn't infuriate people it just made them nervous and then it came out that one of the droids was um like maybe had a relationship <laughs> with lando uh so there was like an sj element with one of our like side characters it's a droid like who cares um to attack that note i believe both are very well understated in the movie they're there but they're understated and they're done correctly because they don't really uh, infect the plot. They don't. It's not in your face or anything. Um, you know, a lot of times with these characters, and we see it a lot in Mission Impossible, Fast and Furious, and Transformers, are premier big budget movies where there there's so much plot and characterization very quickly in moments. Uh, a lot of it passes by us, and I think we don't. It doesn't register. Excuse me, and it doesn't register. And because it doesn't register, we think it's a plot hole. <laughs> and this is something uh, I've seen time and time again, especially when I sit down and, and discuss the Transformer movies with people. They, it's very difficult for them to pinpoint where the movie broke and what's so bad about the movie. And for me, that's a part of my discovery. You know, like that's a little bit how, how you know, I, I transformed the way how I look at movies because we're positive over here. We're not, you know, we, don't, we, we look at, we look for the best first. We go in bright eyed. Uh, spoilers or no spoilers for AKA Pads, all you Audacity podcast. We sit down to look for the best that these movies are, are doing. That is one of our mission statements because there's always a new mission statement <laughs> for AKA Pads all day with Audacity. So, you know, like, it made people nervous because of what they saw in Last Jedi. Um, I have to say, you know, the SJW elements in Last Jedi were so impactful 
you know, uh, we're talking Admiral Holden. We're talking Rose Tico. We're talking to the way how the women talk over that movie, and they kind of talk down to men. Um, you know, men are kind of bumbling idiots. The the lack of adventure that was in the Last Jedi. You know, like a lot of these things, people just didn't like. They they it doesn't matter. SJW uh, advocate or not. They did not like The Last Jedi. That flowed right into this movie where every single production decision got scrutinized. And then we have a bombshell. (laughs) Our bombshell is our original directors. That's right. Because Ron Howard is credited to, you know, in directing this movie. But, you know, we had two other directors. Uh, Amazingly funny, amazingly talented directors. And those, it's like, you know, those guys just got, uh, boom, excommunicated. Somewhat, they uh, somewhat disappeared, to to be honest. They really didn't make many statements. They didn't, like, do much. Um, You know, like, it was just really weird. And then Ron Howard comes on. And supposedly shoots up to like 80%, 70% of the movie over. He they he essentially comes on board and, and remakes the movie. He, he I believe, you know, because I've seen this movie a lot. I've seen it a lot. He makes this movie into a Ron Howard movie. And he makes it into a good Ron Howard movie. Uh, here's, here's my take on Solo. If you take away the Star Wars side... Of, you know, just it being a Star Wars movie. If you take that away from Solo, we still have a decent science fiction space adventure movie. We do. I was coming back from one of my uh, Ocean City, Maryland uh, white powder trips. Where a couple friends and I, we drove down there, partied, um, did a big rock of cocaine essentially, and then drove back. (laughs) And on the way back, uh, this is myself included, but three grown men kind of got on this uh, rant about uh, this this discussion about Solo. Now, here's the funny thing. The other two dudes are giant ex-football playing bears. Awesome dudes. I love them. But they're not like super fans. They're they're not this. They're not in the bubble, okay. They're not in the echo chamber like I am. And their take on Solo, again, just from like two general audience members, loved it, loved it. And I'm like, oh, thank God, because it is good. It is a good movie. When you take out the Star Wars, you're like, wow, this is one of the better space adventure movies I've ever seen. When you add the Star Wars, you're like, holy crap, there's a lot of threads here. There's a lot of character callbacks. There's a lot of character explanations as of how Solo acts. You know, and we have a good Star Wars movie, too, because the backstory for this, the, the, the notes of other things within the Star Wars universe that we see, the hinting of Jabba the Hutt, the reveal of Darth Maul. Do we forget, people, that you can say what you want about Solo, 
but at the end of Solo, we have a in-movie canon, an in-movie continuity, resurrection of Darth Maul. Darth Maul is alive in the Disney trilogy, in the Disney movies. How do we forget this that quickly? Solo was setting up a sequel. I don't want to say trilogy because everyone jumps to trilogy. He was on his way to do something, to get into trouble. Enough trouble that was going to lead to him being desperate in New Hope. We got to see the castle run. Probably the biggest disappointment in that movie. Doesn't matter, we saw it. We have some great design work. We have uh, a Star Wars feeling within that movie. We have weird background creatures. We have weird creatures that are characters. We have the introduction of Solo and Chewie. We have this idea of Solo being an orphan looking for love and not finding it and being denied love. We have... A regret when he is cold-hearted. This aligns with the special edition. Where Han is not just a cold-blooded murderer. He is in bad situations, but he will act accordingly. We get that in this. This movie explains Greedo shot first. I'm fine with that. We have Lando Calrissian. Okay, we know all the... As soon as we saw him playing cards, we know he was going to have, like, a card trick. Would have been... Yeah, I think the gimmick for that could have been better, but whatever. We have Han fleeing danger. Fleeing being caught. And joining the Imperial fleet. That itself... <laughs> yeah, they he he's in, he's out. He he gets introduced to Woody Harrelson's character, joins his his mob gang, his his gangsters. Um that's a movie of its own, I will say. Han Solo as Imperial pilot <laughs> or Imperial soldier? Come on. How is that that's a movie right there. That blew my mind when they were going in that direction when I was watching the movie. I'm like, this is gonna be something crazy. I, we needed something uh, about that. But we didn't get it. It doesn't matter. Um, I love the early deaths in this movie. Woody Harrelson's gang gets taken out relatively quick in this movie. Uh, I liked it, you know. Um, do, do, we, or do we fear for Solo knowing uh, he, he, you know, he doesn't die? He can't die because he doesn't die until Force Awakens. No. Because there's a drama to storytelling. There's a tense nature to storytelling. There's a thriller aspect to adventure. This is an adventure movie. Where consciously we may not know. Right? Like, Or consciously we might just say to ourselves, Solo's fine. But we still want to know how he gets in and out of situations. How he gets out. And I think this movie does that very well. For a movie with a predetermined outcome. I love the ending for this movie. It really ends with with Han Solo becoming Solo. 
now becoming Han. He's becoming this rogue, this pirate. And they say rogue, but in a way, he is a rogue. He's by himself at the end of this movie, as he was in, like, in the beginning. So, my family and I saw this. We loved it. We loved it. What can I say? We had a good time. We felt better from the previous year, from Last Jedi. And then, there you go. Solo's a good movie. Solo should be watched. I like watching Solo, then watching the special edition Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope. Because I think they go right into each other. It's awesome. You can watch Solo and Rogue One right into New Hope. And it works better than Revenge of the Jedi or, or Revenge of the Sith into you know Episodes 3 to 4. If you do three, then you do Solo, and then Rogue One, then New Hope. That is a hell of a four movie structure. That's a good. That's a good setup there. I don't know. That by itself is a marathon. I, I don't know. People, Solo is solid. Okay, I've said it. I'll say it again. Solo solid. Now going through Ron Howard. I don't know. I've always been the Ron Howard guy. Like, should should we? I I kind of just wanted to. We're we're lost over Ron Howard's movies real quick. His filmography. Um, real quick. Okay, I never saw his 1977 Grand Theft Auto. His Roger Corman, uh, directed movie. Roger Corman's you know, uh, touched almost every single major director in Hollywood during the 70s. 1982 Night Shift, good movie. 1984, Splash, great movie. 1985, Cocoon, great movie. 1986, Gung Ho, no one knows this movie anymore. I love it, Michael Keaton. It's a commentary on the fall of Detroit Auto. Now, we have four awesome comedies. 82, 84, 85, and 86. He spends four years, he makes four great comedies. I love it. 1988, Willow. I remember seeing Willow in the theater. I liked it. No one liked it. Really bad action figures, but I, I still like Willow. They're saying Willow now could be a live action something for Disney+. Plus. Uh, no, do not do that. 1989, one year later, Parenthood. I remember seeing this movie with my sister. It was like one of our first like adult movies we went to go see. Parenthood, just watched that recently. Very good. 1991, shout out to my boy Rob. Who loved backdraft. He would build sound systems. And backdraft back in the day. Was like his way of testing the sound system. Because the sound design for backdraft. Is amazing. Now here we go. People hate 1992's Far and Away. And people have forgotten 1994's The Paper. Paper also starred. I think Michael Keaton. Um, stack cast for The Paper. Um, might also have Robert Duvall. In that movie. I will have to double check. Far in the Way, Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman. I love Far in the Way. I do. Great music. 1995, here we go. Oscar time, Apollo 13. 96, 99, we have Ransom. Underrated Mel Gibson movie. And we had Ed TV, 1999. Ed TV went head to head with Truman Show in 1999. Nearly the same idea. Both are good movies. Uh,. Ed TV had Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson as his brother. Uh, I forget who the girl is in that. 
I don't know. Ed's Ed's good. Ed's watchable. Ed's like a big budget. Everyone does Hollywood movie. Let's put this out. Uh, it might have been a summer movie. It was just like like a gimmick movie. It was cool. Now now we have what's resonated as one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. 2000's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I don't know. I watch that movie a couple times a year now. I love it. Now we have we have some Oscar contenders here. 2001, A Beautiful Mind. I'm pretty sure that won Best Oscar, uh, Best Picture. Akiva Goldsmith finally got a gold with that movie. Congratulations. Ron Howard got the gold. They both brought home statues. I can't watch that movie because it's a gimmick movie and it's a poor gimmick. And it's just, it, I don't think it works. 2003, The Missing. I'm drawing a blank on that. I would have to double check that movie. 2005, Cinderella Man. Now, this is his adult movie. I love Cinderella Man. I, it's awesome. I love it. 2006, uh, The uh, Da Vinci Code. 2008, Frost Nixon. So 2005 with Cinderella Man and 2008 with Frost Nixon. You know, good Oscar movies here. Oscar running movies. 2009, we have the sequel to Da Vinci Code. 2009's Angel of Demons. I have yet to see that. 2011, The Dilemma. Underrated romantic comedy movie. Part drama. 2013, we have Rush. This is one of the awesomest Formula One movies ever made. 2015. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> the Heart of the Sea. I tried watching this movie. This is his, like, real Moby Dick. Like, Moby Dick was based on a true story. This is the true story. I don't know how much of that is even true. I don't think any of it's true. Eh. 2016, we're wrapping up the Da Vinci Code trilogy with Inferno. Now, I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen Angels and Demons. I haven't seen Inferno. And it's been a long time since I watched the uh, Da Vinci Code. But to his name, Ron Howard has a directed trilogy. He does. He's made three movies of a single idea of a single source. Good for him. I'm very curious about that now, just talking to you about it. In 2018, we have Solo, A Star Wars Story. Very few clunkers. I would say zero of his movies are clunkers. They're all movies. They're all watchable in a certain degree. You know, does taste come in? Does timing come in? Meaning, you know, anything done in the 80s and 90s may or may not age well. I don't know. Me. I don't know. I, I view Ron Howard as one of the best filmmakers today. It's really hard to pick a weak spot in his filmography. And he's prolific. He's he's productive. He doesn't stop. I love this part about him. I just wish his Twitter feed was different so I could follow him. Everyone, wow, we talked a while. I love you. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, two 79, we're rounding this out. We're coming around to home base. It's going to be The Rise of Skywalker. Get ready for it. We're going to talk. That's probably going to be a long episode. I love you. Bye.